everyone, welcome, hope you're doing well. Uh, so what we're trying to do uh, through this content and in this season is wrestle with what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus in everyday life in 21st century on the peninsula. So if you're in your well community or maybe you're in a pod and you're working through the content, I hope it is helpful. Uh, make sure to try the experiments, make sure to wrestle with the questions, and I hope these uh, teachings, these conversations between Aaron and I are super helpful. All right, so we're gathered here today to just lean into what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus? We're going to talk about study, mm -hmm. which I think for some of us is like, well, I don't know about that. Uh, yet when we go back to the Gospels themselves, Jesus says, hey, we should love God with our heart, our soul, and our mind. Yeah. Uh, so then sort of the question today is, what does it look like to love God with our mind? Right? Paul says in Romans 10 that we should, you know, he says basically there's people that are seeking God, that are zealous for God. Yeah but without understanding. Yeah. So what does it look like to actually be zealous for God with understanding? Sure. And so I'm a Christian theologian said that Christian theology is faith seeking understanding. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we can lean in a little bit. Maybe you can offer your totally. two cents on yeah. like, <laughs> no. what do you think about study? Where do you start? Sure. I mean, for me, this is definitely one of those disciplines that I absolutely love. Right? Yeah. Okay. So this is like, so you're a good person to have talking. About I don't, I, sure. I don't know. But like for me, whether I'm good at it or not, I yeah. love it. So yeah. I love reading books and studying. Sure, sure. And for me, I think I just go back to trying like this understanding aspect, mm. doing the best I can to more and more understand who God is, what the scriptures are yeah. saying, understanding too, that I have limits mm. as a human being that I'm not fully going to know everything. Yeah. Yet at the same time, I think we're invited to more understanding and more depth. And I think sometimes we give ourselves credit yeah, to, if that makes true. sense. And so I always go back to just the scriptures being just this beautiful collection, this, these libraries of, of scrolls, ancient scrolls that yeah. we now have, you know, in yeah. one little book yeah. for us. Because before Gutenberg, right? Yeah. They were scrolls. They were scrolls, yeah, right? One of these books. ancient yeah. scrolls from yeah. thousands of years that are both the human and divine word that God spoke through, these human authors, yeah. and it's God's word to us as his people. And for me, it's understanding, it's going into things like culture, background, okay. understanding, you know, where things are happening. So that yeah. I can kind of... Why is that important? Well, for, to understand that, like, God spoke, like, say, like, through to ancient Israel yeah. in a different culture, a different time, right. different space. So to Moses, different say, Abraham, Abraham, yeah. Isaiah. And it's, it, on a first reading, things might not necessarily, like, be intuitive yeah. right off the bat, or it might not get And they all, shouldn't be on they some should, Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Because we talk, there's just so much depth there. It's a lifetime yeah. of learning that I think we're invited into. Mm. And so to further study would be to ask questions that, and there's more to this too, but yeah. things like background and, you know, maybe learning a word or two yeah, yeah. or seeing how this passage connects to the broader story in scripture or the broader story within that book. Yeah. And it kind of prevents us, I think, from maybe isolated readings or okay. grabbing verses yeah. and just really seeing that this is one coherent story understanding that story from creation to new creation, yeah. how God worked through Israel, Jesus being the fulfillment wow. of all of Israel's hopes and promises, yeah. and that we've been invited into that same story. Yeah. And the better we can understand and study that story, I think the better we're able to live and, and be the people that God wants us to be in his world yeah. and participate in yeah. that. Well, that makes sense. I mean, because so, Paul's consistently talking about you know, these deceptive philosophies yeah. that are floating about. And I think we realize that even in our moment. Totally. Of ways in which our sort of culture narratives around us are saying, hey, this is the way reality is. Yeah. This is who God is. This is what it looks like to follow Jesus. And it actually takes a little bit of study to go back to the text, totally. to go back to these original sources and be like, oh, okay, 
Now, what's really going what's on going here? On? Yeah, because yeah. I think there's a lot of, whether it's intentional or unintentional, a lot of sort of, I don't know if it's the right word, maybe like faulty theology or yeah. just theology that's not right, not biblical, kind of off in certain yeah. ways. And to say that theology isn't important is kind of a, it's a funny, I kind of chuckle at that because I think every human being has a theology. Yeah. Every human being is thinking yeah. about the big questions totally. in life, whether it's biblical yeah. or not, right? Yeah. So everyone is going to have a theology. A theology. The question it is bears what, fruit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that it's going to lead to and play itself out in yeah. exactly how people are living. Yeah. And so I think to kind of take a step back and say, well, as followers of Jesus, we want to as best we can understand the scriptures, understand theology, understand yeah. the big you know, components of things like the cross yeah. and the resurrection and the Holy Spirit and the church and, you know, Jesus and the yeah. divinity of God and all these sorts of things and have a good biblical base for them yeah. so that we're able to then not only better understand God and his story, but then yeah. be able to live those things out good. in our lives. Yeah, so. I mean, it brings me back to Anselm, right? So theology and theological study is about faith, seeking, understanding. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the sort of uh, images, or maybe maybe image isn't the right word, but one of the ideas I have in my head is that like sometimes when people get into theological study, they just become like not very nice people. Mm, yeah. They become super arrogant. Kind of arrogant totally. Yeah, it's like, oh, I know the answers. Know the answers. But like yeah. Anselm's like, faith seeking understanding, and we all have questions. Mm, yeah. This is a posture of faith seeking to answer those questions. I even remember going to seminaries. I went to Fuller, I wasn't all that excited about seminary, sure. but went. And actually, my primary takeaway by the end was there are people out there that are so much smarter than me and so much more faithful that have come to very different conclusions about things. But actually, study actually increased my humility Mm. because I realized like, whoa, there's so much to learn here. And I just spent a couple years diving in and I just scratched the surface. And even in my doctoral studies, I feel like it's just more of this. It's just more of realizing, man. There are libraries and libraries about every topic. Totally. And like, I'm just trying to lean in a little more and a little more yeah. each year. So Stanley Grenz has this book and why study theology okay. or why yeah. theology matters. And he creates these categories. He says that a lot of people in the church sort of operate as in sort of this folk theology or pop theology okay. posture. And really his like categories, it's just sort of an uncritical way of thinking. Okay. Uh, so it doesn't have much nuance. It's often inherited. So it's not actually often from study of the scriptures. It's like what your youth pastor told okay. you so or what you read about in the Da Vinci Code yeah, or totally. whatever. History channel. So it has, yeah, it has sort of this sort of random compilation. And then he says the next step is like lay theology. So okay. it's a little more critical. Now you're trying to think of like, all right, so it's not folk. It's not just inherited. Like you're putting a little work in yeah. there. Now you're trying to read get some of the nuance. Yeah, maybe you read a book about why Jesus died on the cross. Okay, now you have a little sense there. And then stage three or category three is ministerial theology. So this is someone who now can take what they've learned and share it with okay. others, right? Yeah. So they've they've learned enough about, let's say, the cross. Like why did Jesus die on the cross? Okay, I've read you know a number of books on this. Now I have something to offer. Yeah. Uh, and then he says the next step is professional theology. So this is someone who's dedicated years of their life sure. to really understanding topics and then can take that topic and now contextually nuance it into a place so it makes sense to a community okay, yeah. or people. It's just a whole other level. Right? Yeah, it's like the level of sophistication to know a topic and then actually be able to nuance it and make it and make sense in, a, in various t- places. Yeah. So you could go to different countries sure. and you could nuance it yeah. for that cultural yeah. moment, their environment. Uh, and then lastly, he talks about 
academic theologians. And it's funny, he's he has sort of this negative push towards folk theology because okay. of the lack of sort sure. of critical lack thinking. Of depth there. Yeah, and then also on the academic side, because the academics are often just talking to one another yeah. and they're irrelevant for the life of the church. It's kind of really that classic ivory tower. Yeah, the ivory line. tower guy, yeah. right? I think one of the exceptions, so this is a good example if you're on the video, uh, these are two books by N.T. Wright. So N.T. Wright is like one of the awesome exceptions here. This is Jesus and the Victory of God. It's yeah. like a tome, huge, or uh, dialoguing with other academics. But then he also writes, you know, the gospel, this is Matthew for Everyone. Yeah. And it's super digestible. So he gets from academic all the way to like a ministerial yeah. theologian. And so he can speak to all those different groups, different groups which yeah. is really cool. I think for me and at Wellspring, I think our hope is to bring people from a folk theology perspective to a lay or even a ministerial yeah. theology where someone can have a little more critical thinking, but then also maybe be able to pass on that knowledge to, to someone else yeah. as they lead and as they grow. Totally. Yeah. And I think that's super important because I, again, Seeing and studying the scriptures, seeing and, and reading and studying different theologians, yeah. you know, the one of the huge fruits of this, I like what you said a little bit ago, is that of humility. Yeah. And just the recognizing, like, there are people, you know, first off, that are so much smarter, yeah. yet they still disagree, yeah. but in love, and yeah. they're still, you know, able to yeah. be civil to, with yeah, each yeah. other and all that. I love that N.T. Wright quote, where he's like, I know that, I think it's, I'm going to butcher it, but something like, uh, I'm pretty sure that 20% of what I oh, yeah. say and teach is wrong. is wrong. I just don't know which 20%, which 20 it that is. is. Totally, yeah. yeah. There's this humility there. Like yeah. we're doing the, back to the understanding. We're doing our yeah. best we can yeah. to seek understanding, faith-seeking understanding, and to recognize that there is a lifetime of learning available yeah. to us. Yeah. And as that kind of begins to grow in our lives, it creates this humility and seeing recognize that there is so much out there yeah. and there's so much good out there to learn yeah. and to grow from and that we have- And some bad out there. To, oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, in our age, out right? there too, yeah. To you can Google, of. blog, like anything. Totally. And yeah. it can be just way off and wonky yeah. and lead you down a whole other path. Funky roads, yeah. You know, but I think the invitation is to continually grow and to study these very important truths, yeah, these yeah. topics. So that we're able to, again, more and more think and act yeah. in a very biblical, yeah. Jesus-centered way. It's cool. Right? And to not just, oh, just leave it to whatever. And yeah. just, oh, I'll just believe whatever. Yeah. You know, so that you know, generally doesn't says, go well. It doesn't go well, right? So what about on the practical side? If you could offer one or two tips yeah. on a super practical, experimental side, like what would they be? Sure. Yeah. I think first off, when it comes to specifically the scriptures, I know... For me, what has been extremely helpful has been something called the Bible Project. Yeah. And so what they've done, they're doing exactly kind of what you're talking about. The brains behind it, if you will. Yeah. Uh, PhD, Tim Mackey, he has, can speak Hebrew fluently, yeah. you know, but then they're able to create these, I don't know, seven, eight minute videos on different topics, cool. different books of the scriptures that are digestible for anyone. Yeah. Uh, to be able to see or watch yeah. and understand. If you don't want to read a tome, yeah. it's an academic communicating via video. Via video, yeah. And good video. Good, yeah. The quality yeah. is super good. They have study notes even in addition to some yeah. of their videos. So if you want to go even That's a, cool. a you know, layer deeper there. Yeah. And just maybe, like, say, take a topic because they have topical videos and they also have videos for each book yeah. of the scripture. So whether you choose a topic or That's choose cool. a book, maybe watch one of their videos, look at some of their notes alongside mm -hmm. with that, and just kind of begin to ask questions, yeah. begin to write down observations, and to be able just to go down and maybe challenge yourself a little yeah. bit to say, I want to pick either a book or a topic That's theologically good. 
maybe over the next, I don't know, six months or a year yeah. to kind of get a better understanding yeah. of that topic. That's cool. And to see just the, and just see what happens as yeah. far as your understanding, maybe grab a buddy or two. Yeah. Maybe talk get it a commentary. Over. Yeah. A commentary. Like, NT Wright stuff. for everyone. Yeah. Or there's a lot of commentaries out there. Yeah. Aaron and I can help you with sure. questions with that, but just yeah, pick a book maybe and work mm. through it for a year. And just yeah. sort of like go through line by line. You can reference the commentary and just sort of get a little deeper. Deeper understanding. Deeper understanding. That, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, the other thing I was thinking is even just picking like whether it's a Bible project topic, but just a topic like I've mentioned already like two or three times, like sure. the cross yeah. or the incarnation, right? So that's Jesus taking on human flesh mm-hmm. or the nature of God, whatever, the, the kingdom of God. Yeah. There's all kinds of books there. Yeah. Um, maybe pick two or three books and read through read those through books yeah. over a year. And it's amazing, like over a decade, how, how much, much? Yeah. any person can learn. It becomes like a snowball effect, like totally. accumulation. In like and then they start to interrelate exactly. in the coolest yeah. way. Totally. So initially it feels overwhelming, but if you can just pick a topic or a book at yeah. a time, over time you just learn an incredible amount of information totally. about God. And I think actually most people, if they just take that slow, deliberate path, will quickly go from folk theology and quickly jump to ministerial theology. Totally. Oh, like yeah. In two or three years, you can have a decent repertoire yeah. of thoughts as long as you're picking good books. Good and again, we'll help sure. you there yeah. to make sure that you're not going down some crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the trickinesses actually of our age, of our modern age is that totally. access to information. It's so, so how do you pick all over. how yeah. do you pick a good commentary? Yeah. How do you pick a good book? Yeah. And Aaron and I'll put together a list of maybe some recommended books sure. that we think are a good place to start. Sure, yeah. um, but that is actually one of the funnier challenges totally. of our age. So different than the first century. Sure, yeah. And yeah. I think for me, as you're saying that, one of the things that I've, I've kind of recognized in my own life is that, you know, kind of growing up in the church but not really wanting to ever study the Bible yeah. or study theology, yeah. it, it became this thing where, you know, in college, just all it took was like one or two books. And then for me, just this thing kind of came up, I don't know. Uh-huh. And the scriptures in particular, and the hunger and the, the desire uh-huh. to learn more, it became like this snowball effect where I just, you know, couldn't get enough. Yeah. And I hope that happens for people yeah. here at, at Wellspring where it might seem intimidating, it might yeah. seem like something that's like, what's the point? Like, yeah. you know, why would I ever want to do that? But I think, at least I can speak for myself, like the fruit of that, one of the fruits of that has been just the scriptures just becoming coming alive, so, coming yeah, alive right? And just seeing things like I never saw before and understanding how you know this connects with that yeah. and seeing the big picture and mm-hmm. God speaking through that. It just yeah. becomes this beautiful experience yeah, it's cool. where you just want more and you yeah. want to understand and become more yeah. like Jesus through yeah. it all. So. When even just hearing you talk, it's like clearly study connects to you not just for information, but it's actually connected to worship. Mm. Yeah. Right. As you get to know who God is, it actually informs and shapes totally. who you worship. Yes. Yeah. And I think at Wellspring, like our hope is not that we create a bunch of PhDs and yeah. academics. Like, <laughs> totally. We want to develop worshipers of God. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, like study is a part of how do we understand God better? Yeah. How do we understand the kingdom's life? So that we are joyful worshipers. Worship. Totally. Amen. That's so amazing. let's dive in, folks. All right. All right. Cool.